the glory and the honor to you who dwells in unapproachable light to you who are the maker of heaven and earth we say thank you we honor you Lord thank you for the spirit of grace thank you for the eyes that watch over us thank you for the beckoning with love we pray that tonight you will speak a word to us let anyone listening by means of radio, by means of internet, even everyone here become a partaker of the fullness of the blessings of this service. Lord, our answer open. Bless us. Speak to us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus and please be comfortably seated. Hallelujah. It is always a blessing. It's a long time. Is it a long time we had a, a series like this? And what has been the reason? Jumping and jumping. Hallelujah. Alright, so we are talking about the ministry of a shepherd. Or shepherding if you like. And I think that it is important that we all fully participate and receive glory to God. So in the next couple of weeks, maybe three weeks, four weeks, I'm not too sure, depending on how many times we are carried away. But if we remain on course, we'll finish maybe three, four weeks. Hallelujah. We are going to talk about who is a shepherd. Who is a shepherd? Then we talk about how um, the work of a shepherd. Who is a shepherd? The work of a shepherd. Hallelujah. All right. So, what are the resources, ingredients? that a shepherd needs. We will talk about it. Glory to God. Then, we talk about how shepherding affects church growth and the health of a church. Every church needs to be healthy because it is a body. The Bible calls it the body of Christ. Shepherding affects the health of a body. Then we will finally talk about becoming a vessel of honor. I think that my main sermon is on becoming a vessel unto honor. But I will start from a very distant part, I mean back, which is the totality of shepherding. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved 
with compassion for them. When Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them. Because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. So the Bible says that Jesus Christ saw a multitude and he said they were like sheep without a shepherd. And how were they affected by a lack of a shepherd? Number one, they were weary. Weariness is tiredness. I'm writing a book, the title is Those Who Are Tired. Those who are tired. It's actually a book to help you overcome weariness. Because when you read the Bible, almost every major man of God died out of weariness. That's what happened to Elijah. The highest form of weariness is depression, exhaustion. And that's what killed Elijah. He became depressed. The Bible says that Delilah vexed the soul of Samson. Samson came to a place called vexations of the soul, which is a form of tiredness. It's a form of depression. So weariness is, is one of the things the devil uses to kill people in their faith. Through our scriptures, you see it repetitively. Even Moses, how it manifests, manifests in frustrations, it manifests in monotony, manifest in decline, fruitlessness among others. So we don't think that tiredness is an ordinary thing. It's such a big thing. We are no, we've known tiredness as in a need to sleep. Most when somebody says I'm tired, it means I want to sleep. But tiredness doesn't mean you want to sleep. It may be a need for you to sleep so that when you sleep, you are okay. But there's some level of tiredness. It does not come by sleeping. It does not heal. By sleeping. How many of you have realized that you are sick and tired of your wife and or your husband, but sleeping doesn't change it? You are tired, but you sleep, you wake up, still you are tired. <laughs> don't be tired, don't be tired. Don't be, tell somebody, don't be tired. Don't be tired. All right. In the ministry, people can be tired. Yeah, you can be tired in the ministry. You shall not be tired. Amen. The Bible says, if contending with footmen, they have worried you, they have made you tired. How much more if you are contending with horsemen? So if footmen have worried you, have made you tired. Now, if without a church, you can be tired. How much more when you become a pastor of 2,000 members? Some of you can be tired with locusts. Hey, you are contending with footmen and already they have worried you. But the Bible says that one of the first effects of a lack of a shepherd is weariness. That thing called tiredness. When your sheep are tired of coming to church, it's a sign that the shepherd is not doing his work well. Because when Sam was talking about the words of a shepherd, he said, he refreshes me. He restores my soul. 
Restoration of soul is coming out of tiredness. You shall not be tired. And then he says, they were also scattered. To be scattered also is a sign of a lack of a shepherd. Strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. So anytime you see that sheep have been scattered, it means there is no shepherd. What is the manifestation of scattering? Scattering happens when people are found at the wrong place. <laughs> the Bible says that when the queen of Ethiopia came to see Solomon and when she saw how servants are adorned, how they set table, the Bible says that her spirit left her. Now, what spirit is that? If it means that her self, as, a, as in her self of her spirit, then that means she will die. Because when your true self, which is your spirit, leaves you, it means you will have to die. So when she said her spirit left her, it literally means demons left her. Because she was an idol worshiper. Solomon didn't pray for her. But by virtue of the things she saw, some spirits left her. There is something called inkurasisem. Listen, no matter who you are, if you can dwell in this church for long, some spirits will leave you. But the, by, by just exposure, some spirits can leave a man. When you become exposed to certain things, certain things will leave you. When you are working with Libres. You can tell those who have gone to places before by the way they work. One day I asked Abodri to do something. When he did the task, I asked him and said, Oh, he has worked with Abrofu before. And I just knew it. Because of a certain exposure, a certain limitation can leave you. The woman's eyes open around any being. Uh-huh. So some of the things that you see can make your eyes open. What it means is that those Ethiopian spirits are not familiar with a Jerusalem environment. What it means is that if that spirit is taken from Jerusalem to Ethiopia, I mean, from Ethiopia to Jerusalem, they will have to leave because it's an uncomfortable terrain. When Jesus cast out the demons from the pigs, the Bible says the demons told Jesus that do not cast us out of this place. Demons can be familiar with a location. 
when sheep are scattered, they are scattered from their favorable environment. When sheep are scattered, it means that they are driven from the place they have to be. When your colleagues are writing exams and you are in Medina selling your God, are you in the right place? When on Sunday, all sheep are in church and the shepherd is in charge of the sheep, do you think that the sheep is safe to be at the beach? Can't you see that a certain cocaine dealer is coming to propose to her? With a chain or a necklace around his neck. A man who wears necklace. Charlie, you are in trouble. And they open their shirt. The, the top two buttons. So that the necklace can show. With small hair close to the... Hey! But on Sunday, you are refused to be in church. They are simply having a conversation... With colleagues like this, can't you see that the sheep is at the wrong place? But what if this wolf comes to church? If this wolf comes to church, because the shepherd is around, the sheep is covered. The shepherd is holding a bow and an arrow. Suddenly, the shepherd will be driven from all of us. You see, some of us, when you are alone, you are thinking to address to somebody. Then you see the sheep is coming to tell you the wolf. You realize that suddenly the wolf is at the wrong place. When sheep are scattered, they find themselves at the wrong place. In the mighty name of Jesus. But thank God as you are celebrating ministry, all sheep will be at the right place. Your sheep will not be scattered. Your sheep will not be wary. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout hallelujah. Take your seat. for sheep to be scattered. It is not right, but so far as there is no shepherd, sheep will scatter. So who is a shepherd? Who then is a shepherd? Who is a shepherd? There is no shepherd, sheep scatter. If there is no shepherd, sheep unsafe. Safety. If there is no shepherd, the lives of the sheep are in jeopardy. When he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. And he told his disciples, the work is plenteous or the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few. Number one, shepherds are laborers. In church, there are two categories of people. There are shepherds and there are sheep in every church. is a laborer. Number two. A shepherd is a caring and a loving guide 
for the sheep. As I have pastored for some time, I have realized that it is dangerous to be without a shepherd. In most cases, we are so sure of our decisions until in the end, we realize that if there was a shepherd, he would have helped us. One day, a young man was confused. After having been in the university for one year, he had seen so many F's. And he said that he doesn't know what his life is about. He has stopped schooling. He has done everything. He doesn't want to go to school again. And he came to see him as his shepherd. And I said, what level are you now? He said, level 200. I said, apply in a different course and start again. Suddenly the person sat up. He said, ah. It, it looks so sensible, but how come I, I didn't consider that option? You see, sometimes you know what to do, but unless somebody tells you, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> how many of you have heard that? Sometimes you, are, you want to go apart, but you need some encouragement from somewhere. A shepherd is that encouragement. He is a loving guide. If this was a book I was writing, I would have said, 10 major life-saving guide of a shepherd. Then I'll give you practical examples. Practical examples. And I was talking to a sheep with a lady. And as the gentleman described every situation in my head, I said that sheep leave this lady. But the sheep was so much defensive, so the shepherd couldn't speak. Then I do you remember it was around Saba uh, uh, football pick park. How do you call it? Saba field. As he was describing the situation, I realized that the lady is not evil, but she, the lady is not good for him. But he couldn't see it. It was later he discovered that mm, it's good to have a shepherd. <laughs> it is sometimes some of you have made mistakes because you didn't have a shepherd. Yeah. Practical examples I can pick from here, from here, from here, from here, from here. We all need somebody to advise us. And when you look into the Bible, you see how people have been advised. And how the advice changed their lives. Guidance. Guidance. A shepherd is a loving guide for the sheep. Number three. So, number one, he's a liberal. Number two, he's a loving guide. A loving and a caring guide. A shepherd is someone that God has called to look after the sheep, to take care of them. To take care. To take care of the sheep. 
Hebrews 2 says, what is man that you are mindful of? The son of man that you visit, you, that you take care of him. First Timothy 3.5 says, if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Take care, take care. To take care. So a shepherd takes care of the sheep. He looks after them. When you look into the Bible, you realize that God often referred to his people as sheep. And he raises up men whom he calls shepherds to look after those sheep. It is because God sees us as people who need love. Who need care. Who need guidance. You see, people think that once you are married, all that you need is in that package of a spouse. It's not like that. You realize that you are married, but you need somebody to show you love. No matter how much the love that is even coming from your home. You need somebody to show you love at the workplace. And this love can be good comments. Oh, you're a hardworking person. Don't worry about what people are saying. That alone is enough. Sometimes you need somebody to tell you, ah, oh, you're very beautiful. One day I told a lady in church, you're very beautiful. For the first time, the lady posted herself on her status and went to her room crying because she couldn't believe that it's true. But at least she was able to post herself. Me too, I was just saying it randomly. Like I was saying, hey, you are very beautiful. And I went my way. She couldn't believe that she is beautiful. Sometimes you need somebody to say nice things to you. How many of you have realized that we all need to hear nice things? That's why when I went on honeymoon, I told my wife that there are a lot of people who say bad things about me. Please, your assignment is to say good things to me. If you cannot write these exams, then don't, don't start it. There, there are a lot of people, if I'm a bad person, there are a lot of people who are ready to tell me. If my head is big, a lot of people are ready to tell me. If my ears are big, I have heard it. Uh, as for you, you are supposed to say nice things. That, 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 nobody is saying nice things. You are the only one. So when you are a wife and you two, you begin to join the people saying bad things. It becomes very unpleasant. You, are, you, are, you don't know your work. Go and read your job description. I swear that your job description. Listen, you may be a very good engineer. Do, do, do you understand? But the fact that you are a good engineer doesn't mean you are a good accountant. If the accountant is not doing his work, you are not the one coming to do his work. There are people who have been employed to say bad things. There are people who are around, they are saying bad things. In fact, our friends are already criticizing us. You understand? So you there, you are being employed to be an accountant. Leave the engineer's work to them. Leave the plumber's work to them. Is it okay you are standing here nice? You need somebody to say nice things to you. How many of you think that sometimes you need somebody to say nice things to you? Can you imagine somebody saying nice things to you? I'm going to see you.
fear forever. You are not the help that made you remove you the way you are. Thank God for fire. Fire is the right token. Fire is the right making. Character is something that will break the spirit like making. That break the spirit of fear from complaining. When you are complaining, you are excited. You could not get into the fire for so long. When you are complaining, you are excited. You are excited that you are not being fired. Tomorrow you will come back with a dirty hands and say, Let's go and wash it again. It is something I've personally observed that you can make it uncomfortable for people to misbehave. But the people who misbehave will be comfortable to come to you. It's a wisdom God gives only to shepherds. They open your eyes, you are scared. But they know how to handle you. God will send you that grace from tonight. A loving care for his flock. He said, we all like sheep have gone astray. God sees us to be sheep, so he sends us shepherds. You are one of those shepherds. In a church, there are two categories of people. Laborers and shepherds and then uh, sheep. You are one of the laborers. You are one of the shepherds. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seat. Who is a shepherd? Who is a shepherd? A shepherd is God's voice to his sheep. I have seen some strange things that makes me understand that God actually has people that he gives to a shepherd. One day somebody was telling me that he was suffering from something. And this man has prayed for him. This man has prayed for him. And I said that if I pray for this person, he will add me to the list. <laughs> now this one has prayed. This one has prayed. Even when Fred prayed, nothing happened. <laughs> now I'm talking about somebody that even TB Joshua has prayed for. Yeah. 
I also opened my eyes. Katulia Kataya. And I realized that the names she was mentioning are very big names. So if she asked me to that name, it's not a failing list. Ah, if this man of God has prayed for you and not well, and I prayed for you and you are not well, I'm not in a bad company. <laughs> I laid hands. Zigadu, Gudubuaka. I was there two days later, the person called me. Say, hey, what's up with me? Why greet me? For the first time, I'm standing on my feet. You don't know. You don't know that some people, they are your sheep. God has designed them for your ministry. Their sickness is the cure is in your hands. Their foolishness, the cure is in your hands. No, no, I've, I've seen some of those things many times. Many, many times. Many, many times. Sometimes when we pray for people and they manifest here, I say we'll take them to the top. Sometimes when we close, I forget. One of them, they had prayed for the person almost four hours. When I went there, they have actually turned the demon into a, a, a worship service. <laughs> Yes, oh my God, we glorify, we give you glory, Lord, as we, <laughs> and when I got there, I took water, I said, ah, get me water. I poured it on her person and I left. Grab. Two seconds. Tinuma was standing there. He was very quiet. And it's as if I didn't notice. Even this girl, this girl, last Sunday. They prayed them, prayed them, prayed them, prayed them. So when we were doing the meeting, I heard that. There's so much noise at the top. And they said, oh, the girl who manifested in the service, they have taken her to the top. And I told Tinima that they don't want her to finish the school. And I said, oh, she's writing exams. Even tomorrow she's writing. And I said, okay. Who, who did I go there with? You were there. How many seconds did it take? Less than five seconds. Ah, she was on the ground. Then I just turned. They are not anointed. They are. are. But they are not the shepherd. You are called. But Seben said he has manifested since three days or four days. And I said, hey, four days. Even Jesus, he didn't. (laughs) Lazarus didn't take that much of time. 
sometimes you can see that it's not you. It's a certain mantle on you. A certain garment on you. It's clear. It's clear. One of our sisters brought her her brother to church on Sunday. God is my witness. I've never seen something like that before. The leg is wood hard. The leg is like this. Like this. And when you do this, you hear like this. When you hit the leg, whether it's at the back or the thigh, it's wood hard. So, we were sitting here. When I touch the legs, I said, no. This one is not. So, I told them that, take him to the top. He said, he can't walk to the top. I said, take him to the top. A word is sending him. He's not going by his strength. Then, I was talking to people, but as I was sitting here, me charge me battery. Yeah. 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 Somebody has bought a car, so they call me to come and dedicate it. I want to dedicate the car. As I was dedicating the car, my spirit is boiling with it. Then when I came, I look at him like that. And I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Prayed for him. It was about one minute prayer. And I poured oil on his legs. And I said that this thing is somebody who put something in a drink for you. And so I have gone to this man. He mentioned the name of the person who did that. And I said in my head that hey, he has gone to this man. But he is still not working. <laughs> But it didn't move me. I still prayed. I still prayed. And when I finished, now, how will he get down from the first floor and come down? And that was the problem. I mean, I've done my work. The angels are working. Eventually, he went down. He was able to go. He sat in his car. He said, the following day, Monday morning, I had two missed calls. Then, in the evening, me, I don't like picking calls on Monday mornings because everybody is resting. So, Monday afternoon, the person called again, I pick. He said, I shout you on the phone, pastor, pastor. He said, this man has not been able to sleep for three months on a bed. This is how he sleeps. For three months. When I saw the guy is 40 years, I thought he was 75 years. I actually screamed his name. Is that you? And he said, when he left here for the first time, he was able to sleep on his bed. So I wanted to know the science behind it, and I went to ask Anita. And Anita said that. If there is accumulation of flus in your lungs, you can't sleep on your back. So it is science actually that the fact that he's not able to sleep, like if there are some flus there, you can't. So how come he's able to sleep now? The Lord is working on him. Ayakatala kataya. 
when, as the way she was talking and describing it, I was quiet. And I realized that this thing is a mantle. It's a mantle. There is a shepherding anointing. A mantle of a shepherd on you. A certain grace of a shepherd is coming upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Take your seat. No, 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 no. You, you can't doubt these things. You can't. You can't doubt these things. You had a testimony that you read this evening. Somebody came to church. He was having blood coming from the ears. Amanda. She couldn't hold the ear like this. Because of the pain. When he came, he was like this. Yes. So I put my hand there, pray for her, and I said, congratulations. She said the following day she went to the hospital. The doctors checked the ear. The first thing that all the pain stopped, and they said there is none. Meanwhile, the ears, the lobe had become swollen that she couldn't hear. Blood was coming out. They said there's no infection. Nothing is wrong with you. Your ears are okay. Less than 24 hours. This is not ordinary, is it? Like this, then everybody will go and be, become a doctor. Even doctors don't work like that. Doctor Jesus is working. A certain mantle of a shepherd is locating you. They will come to you, but the time they are leaving, everything is okay. What? Because they are your sheep. God sends you into their lives for a reason. God sends you into their lives for a reason. Some of you here, don't be afraid. Nothing wrong will ever happen to you. We are about to celebrate your twins. I said we are about to celebrate your wedding. We are about to celebrate your marriage. We are about to celebrate your job. We are about to celebrate your business breakthrough. I said don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Tell it may die. But it can never break now. In the name of Jesus. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Psalm 95. I said, God often referred to his people as sheep and he raises up men. He calls shepherds to look after them. Psalm 95 says, Oh, come. Let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us shout. Look at the verse 6. Oh, come. Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. The Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. The sheep so God sees us as sheep. He will send you as a shepherd. In the name of Jesus. David understood the position of the Lord as his shepherd. He declared boldly that the Lord is his shepherd. Psalm 23. If you are, the Lord has sent somebody as a shepherd, then those people are the Lord's precious sheep. 
In John chapter 10 verse 11, Jesus referred to himself as the good shepherd. If he is the shepherd, then we are his sheep. Before he ascended up to heaven, he appointed Peter as a shepherd and gave him the important task of taking care of the sheep. This is what he said. Simon, son of Jonas. Oh. Do you love me more than this? John 21. Verse 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, sir. You know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lamb. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. This is the all important task that God has given to us to feed his sheep. A shepherd is a specific type of a worker in church. Every single sheep is very important to the Lord and must be important to us. Jesus said, if you love me, feed my sheep. So that we demonstrate our love to the Lord by feeding his sheep. If you say you love Jesus, you love the Lord, the first proof is that you take care of his sheep. You see, until you become a pastor, you may never know how important it is to be a pastor. The decisions, the counseling. You see, me, when I was a, a young pastor, because I am not, Jesus was 33, he was telling the disciples, my children. <laughs> I never knew that counseling is part of this work. And it is very important. I'll come to the work of a shepherd. I used to think that it's just preaching. Your preaching will be useless unless it is linked up with the total power of sitting down and talking to people. I've realized that sometimes five minutes of conversation affect people more than three hours of preaching. Yeah. Sometimes you have preached to people for years. You realize that they didn't understand anything. But when you sit down for five minutes, everything is clear to them. Very powerful ministry. <laughs> a shepherd is a specific type of a worker in the house of God. His work is to take care. Is to make time to care. Time to love. Time to feed. And time to gather the sheep. If you don't gather sheep, you are not a shepherd. Because the, the, the one of the work of a shepherd is that he prevents scattering. Jesus, remember the scripture we read? Have you forgotten? Matthew 9. They were like sheep, weary and scattered. A shepherd prevents that scattering. It will shock you that your strength, even as a Christian, includes being gathered in church. A lot of people don't know this. 
I have seen how people comfortably leave church and speedily go off. They didn't even know that the confidence they have in themselves was actually inflated. You do, do you not inflate. <laughs> the real size of a balloon is not when it is inflated. It is an external force causing it to inflate. When that force leaves, it will come to its actual size. Some of us, we don't know our real sizes. Hello? You don't measure the size of a balloon when it is inflated. Because the level, the, the measure or the volume of air inside determines its measure. So what if the air is small, it becomes small. When it's small, it becomes small. So that's not the size. That's not the size. Some of you, when you see stretch marks on your skin, it's a sign that this is not your real size. A real, a real Opolo is the one with that stretch marks. Stretch marks simply means your skin is not able to accommodate your size. It means it is not your real size. When you see stretch marks on any part of your body, it is not your real size. It's an inflated size. Some of you, there is no stretch marks on you. This is your real size. Stop following weight loss programs. You will not lose weight. That's your real size. Stretch mass is the proof of an inflated body. Pastor, I want to know the proof of a deflated body. Those of us who are very small, is this our real size? <laughs> of course, when you see bones protruding in any part of your body, it's a sign that it's not your real size. They are signs of malnourishment. There is another one. When you sit down, it's as if you are sitting in a tree. There is no tree in your pocket. Some of you, you sit down, you sit on your voice. It's not your real size. It's, I tell somebody, is this your real size? As I'm preaching this comfortably, very soon I can't preach it, so let me preach it now. Because some people will think that we are laughing at them because they are smallish. You are not smallish. You are not smallish. A shepherd is God's help to his sheep. If pastors will see themselves as shepherds, the attitude towards God's people will change. And if we, the workers in the church, will also see ourselves as shepherds, our attitude towards souls will change. Churches begin to grow. The numbers begin to increase. If each and every one of the, of the people in the church take up the role of a shepherd. Have you noticed? That Jesus Christ said the sheep were scattered and they even fainted because there was no shepherd. Is it not striking that he never said there were no evangelists or no prophets or no apostles, but he said there were as sheep having no shepherd. 
We are called to be shepherds. Let us rise to the task and see the blessings that comes with it. Ten essential ingredients or features of a shepherd. Ten. When I finish the ten, then we close. Number one. What are the things a shepherd needs? Number one, a shepherd must have a desire to work for the a desire for the work of the ministry. You must have a desire for the work of the ministry. The Bible says, if anyone desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. First Timothy 3.1, a good work. The word bishop simply means an overseer, a church leader, a pastor or a shepherd. What Paul is saying is that if a man desires the office of a shepherd, he desires the office of a good work. Anybody who wants to be a shepherd must first and foremost have a desire to do the work of the ministry. Paul calls it the price of the highest call or the high calling. There is a high call. There is a high calling. And that is the work of the ministry. It is not something for some. It is something for all. Paul said that he has given us a ministry of reconciliation. Every Christian has a ministry. And when we desire it, when we like it, when we really want to do it, we have become shepherds. Because a shepherd must first desire. Some people you can see clearly they are being forced. You can see clearly that they are struggling under the weight of this noble call. There is no desire in them. There is no affection in them. When they gather people, it doesn't, it is not a beauty to them. It's not exciting to them. There is no desire at all. But when you see a sheep and how he has transitioned from one place to another, it is exciting to a shepherd. A shepherd must have a strong desire for the work of the ministry. You must, you see, when we talk about ministry, people think it is preaching. Preaching is one part. First is teaching and preaching. Number two, it is inviting people to church. Number three is praying for people. Number four, it is following up on people. And number five is mobilizing or gathering or bringing them to church. That's all. That's the work of a shepherd. And that's the work of the ministry. Through preaching and teaching, we win souls. We invite them. You must have a culture of inviting people to church. Hi, good afternoon. I like your dress. Oh, really? I would like to invite you to my church. I would like to invite you to church. I would like to invite you. Let it be a song you sing all the time. You are putting on the garment of ministry. As you do this thing, the Lord begins to identify you. You see, when you begin to do these things, you realize that certain things you don't pray for them, they begin to happen. No, I have seen things practically happen to me that I know that it is a shepherding grace that is working for me. Yes. There are things you don't pray for and yet they come to you. Because as you become concerned about the things of God, God also becomes concerned about your own things. So desire, 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 desire. Sometimes turn, turn your prayer request into shepherding work. 
The work you are doing is the request. God, as I'm doing this, look upon me with mercy. Look upon me with mercy. Look upon me with mercy. Today, my wife brought some uniform. University of Ghana Medical Center. With her name on it. And I said, this Legon, dear, God has blessed us, pal. It's like everything around us is around Legon. I, I don't know about you, but it's like everything is around Legon. How and why? Because we have been shepherds there. I didn't know that as we were winning souls, following up on people, preaching, the gates of that city was open to us. Even our baby is in Legon, uh, baby nest. I nearly said Legon University. It gives me an impression that maybe one day I'll have a house in East Legon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think that way I think it. No, I think I'm coming to make sure I'm not here. I'm mad you been here. I'm mad you been here. What are you talking about? Choco, what are you talking about? Sit in a car, you are going home. Someone gets to Kumasi before you even get to your house. And yet you stay, you say you stay in Accra. Who Don't worry. God is working. He's up to something. I may not see it, but still I'm trusting. God is working. He's working. He's working. God is working.
the church around Legon or Legon campus. I don't even pray. I don't pray. I say, set the church in Legon or around Legon and it starts working. <laughs> well, a certain power, a certain gift, a certain blessing, a certain anointing that will tell you something. If God will tell you something to tell, I'm prepared to have some tests. say is that if you really, really, really shepherd, you'll get the benefit of it. I'm telling you. You'll get the benefit of it. And I'm laboring in Ghana. The doors of Ghana will open. But if you see presidents coming to me, it's not ordinary. No, no, no. I'm not interested in going to see any politician. They will come to us. I say, kings have come to the brightness of your rising. When the Lord blesses a man, one of the signs is that his association changes. You remember that teaching? 
promotion. The type, the type, the topic is promotion. A desire is a very strong force. It often drives you till you achieve or obtain that object or desire. Have you seen somebody who has a desire to marry? He can walk from here to Tejinunga. Very strong and powerful. One that will walk from Kolebu to Achimota St. John's. Chimota St. John's. I said, be yummy. May the Lord forgive us. But I used to walk to West Legon. Yes. He walked to Arifa. Have you realized that mostly his shoe is somewhere? It's a training he got. <laughs> some people have lim- limousine, some to have legacy. <laughs> Every one of us here, if I'm to sit down to interact with you, you will see that the interaction was helpful. It was helpful. It was helpful. That's the same with other people. Some of you are sheep, they couldn't even study for the exams. When they say they didn't study, you say, Ebei, Kwesiata. That's not the time for you to say how much you are so practical. Just say, don't worry. You now let me pray for you. From today, you are going to study. From today, you are going to prophesy. Suddenly, strength comes upon the person. One day, there's a lady who decided to stop school. She said, when she gets in front of the lecture hall, Something will tell her to turn back. So a whole semester, she didn't attend lectures. She didn't write exams. Yes, school came the following semester. The same thing. Almost one month to write exams. She didn't write anything. Then one year has passed without going for lectures and writing exams. I took her from her hostel. I took her to business to open the class and made her to sit down. And that's how she has finished the school. From that day, she was able to go for lectures. She was able to go for lectures. You will not understand what people are afraid of and what people are going through. A woman has built a house. She can't enter the house. Yeah, she can't. You, you realize that when you become a true shepherd, God will begin to use you in areas you'll be surprised. True shepherd. True shepherd. And I was following up on a sheep from UPSA. She used to come to Legon Church. Very bad girl. She said, Pastor, I came to school a virgin, but I don't remember the number of men I have slept with. She told me. 
Itori. Following up, following up, following up, following up. As I talk to you now, she's a pastor in ICGC. Recently, she sent me a message of her ordination. I said, what? You're a pastor. She said, pastor, to the glory of God. The glory of God. The glory of God. The devil didn't win. Tell the devil, you will not win. The Bible says we should desire spiritual gifts. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1. Number two. A shepherd must have a good character. Borrowing from your sheep is wrong. Who then becomes a shepherd? Some of you have proposed to your sheep already. Are you a foreigner or a body winner? Huh? There is something called shepherdoria privatization. Shepherdorial privatization. What is shepherdorial privatization? Shepherdorial privatization is when your sheep has a private relationship with you. She's the only one who carries your Bible. One finish preaching. She is the only one who brings you water, mineral water, chilled water, with tissue around it. Abomelet. The person's relationship with you is stronger than the person's relationship with the church. What it means is that the day that she doesn't even come to church, that day you will see you. So, uh, you, 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 you. Some of you are private jets. <laughs> A shepherd does not redefine his status quo. A shepherd does not redefine his assignment. Why were you sent here? Some of you sisters are asking questions that are beyond shepherding. Sister, that is not your calling. Some of you, you have some, you have different types of sheep. You have jollof bringing sheep, mama mamaying sheep. Yeah. 
your voice. Your ministry is coming under compromise. Calling you daddy. Daddy. My daddy, my daddy. Your ship is singing. I'll be singing and shouting and dancing for the rest of my life with you. My shepherd, my shepherd. Your ship is calling. Calling you, calling you, calling you, calling you. Calling you now. He is calling you to come. Some of you, they even call you to come and eat. Hello, shepherd. Please, the food is ready. As a said, Pastor, so can't we, can't we cook and be nice? Some Christians are the best. My shepherd, my shepherd, I know you love me. 
Father, we love you and love your name for the rest of our fellowship. Can I tell you something? Any shepherd who is casual around you, his shepherding has changed. Sense of casualty. Sit down, sit down. Look at my right hand. I am a sheep. Any casual sheep sheep like this. Sheep will sheep. Sheep sheep. Sheep will sheep. Wait a minute. Or a dog with sheep. Yeah, shepherd, know your work. Maintain good character. Maintain good character. A shepherd that is saying, send me your pictures. You say, oh, I want to use your picture to save your number. Go to iPods. Go to iPods. There's a lot of pictures there. Go to iPods. say good night. You see, many people don't understand the English language. Good night is not a greeting. It's an expression. It has connotations. Good night implies that you are the last I am talking to. Before sleep sinks me into unconsciousness. Apart from shepherdorial privatization, there is also shepherdorial magnetization. One of the essential ingredients is that select and maintain the aim of your shepherding.
try, try, try. You see, as soon as you realize that you are liking somebody, report yourself to duty. And let them change your post. It happened with Pastor Eben. He was following Doris shepherding, Doris shepherding. I realized that the thing is not shepherding. Small colonial you go and start. Colonial that will go at five. You will go at two. And you talk to her. And you send soup and things. Then we, we call me and say, brother, you love the girl. Admit, admit, admit it. Admit say, pastor, I love her. Ah. I said, from today, she's not your shepherd. Yeah. As for your love project there, we are not for or against it. But the shepherd didn't change your focus there. We are against, we are against it. it. Today, they are married. I'm sure if, if, if that one had not come, they would have changed the shepherd and uh, it would have destroyed their ministry. See, the girl, everybody will love you to marry her. Who says... There's no brother going to cross you. But because we are shepherds, we see what you do not see. See the way ACN has come like this. You might think that it's because he lost only church. That is not the truth. Close to you. They think I've not seen it. Huh? You, you think they love Reverend John Winfrey? You think they love Reverend John The two of you, I will cancel you when you are coming to marry. Yes, yes. The first counseling I'll give you is that. Asian Tehila has a ministry. Tehila, Asian has a ministry. As you are going to marry, your desire for affection should not quench each other's ministry. That's the first thing you know. Well, mostly people don't know the kind of marriage they are going into. Life is in faces. Men are in sizes. Oh, you need to say you are spirit. You are spirit. Okay, point number three. <laughs> point number three. <laughs> Timothy chapter 3 gives us a full list of the kind of godly character we must exhibit as shepherds. Someone with a crooked character 
cannot easily draw people to the Lord. If you have any weight which easily beset you, believe the Lord to drop them. If you need help to overcome this, speak to pastors about it. I'm confident and sure that he will give you godly counsel and help you pray with him. Number four. Is it number three? A shepherd must have a personal relationship with the Lord. To be a successful shepherd, you must have a personal relationship with the Lord. This personal relationship is built on consistent prayer life, consistent discipline of studying of the word of God, and a consistent habit of fasting. Develop the habit of fasting from time to time. And read other anointed books to complement your Bible study. Get the preaching messages which are preached in the church and listen to them over and over again. All this will help you to build a deeper personal relationship with the Lord. If you don't like listening to preaching messages, you can't be a good shepherd. Because a shepherd must have a message. And you don't know the message. A shepherd must have a consistent devotion to the word of God. Prayer. Let me tell you something. If you don't pray for your sheep, it will be difficult for them to submit to you. Because there is a certain rebellion. The Bible calls it the spirit which now works in the sons of disobedience. It's a spirit. Pray for them. Mention their names. So that their hearts can be open towards you. How many people have you not invited to church? How many of them have stayed? It's because of a prayerless shepherd. Add prayer to shepherd him. Add prayer to shepherd him. Every problem that comes, it comes from your sheep. Why? You can't stop it. Pray, mention their name. Father, I pray for this person. Pray for this person. In the name of Jesus, deliver him from this. Let his feet be planted. I pray for this sheep. Let your anointing be upon him. May he come to understand. May he come to know this. Pray for your sheep. Meditate on scriptures. The Lord will speak to you concerning specific things. Any sheep that gets a testimony from you, obviously will gravitate towards you. The Lord will give you a word concerning them. One day you look at them and say, your father will not die. I say, how did you know my father is sick? He said, the Lord told me when I was praying for you. Mm, so you pray for me? Yes. The next time you call me, I'm going somewhere with my friend. I'm calling you, he will come. Number five, which is the last point. Number four. Oh, then let me give five. A shepherd must develop his preaching and teaching skills. You have to develop it. It is something you develop. Now, every style of preaching has its purpose for preaching it. There's a preaching that you want people to pray. Most of them is those preaching that they scream and shout. And I shake ten people and the long hand. You can't be shouting. When you want somebody to remember something, 
Are you not surprised that the churches that are big, the pastors don't shout? Because they are the only churches that people hear what the pastor is saying. You have been shouting, they have been hearing nothing. And the Lord will say, in the 15th of Sunday, I wanted to give keys. As I was going through the keys, I saw five practical keys to become a good student. Number one, don't miss lectures. Number two, join a group studies. Number three, study past questions. Number four, have a shepherd who always help you to study. Number five, study at least two hours every day. At least. This has produced first class students. It's a, and you see, it's not just first class students who are serving God. Because people want to pass exams and you're always shouting. They don't know what to do. You have testimony from the points. What is the testimony? Uh huh. At a point, I was, I failed two exams. I had 49, and the pass mark is 50, and 48, then 47. So I didn't understand. Then I was praying about it, and God said, go back to pastor's message. He said, join a group study. It's one of the points. So I just joined a group study. From that time, I've never failed any exam again. You see, this is, it doesn't need prayer and anointing on you. I've taught on simple guide to a healthy life. Simple, practical guide to a healthy life. The lesson is good though. I'm not despising it. But what I'm saying is that you must develop your teaching because the work of a shepherd is feeding the flock. So it's something you have to develop. For instance, anytime you're preaching, people start getting up and they are leaving the service. Like you start by saying that you are 28. By the time you are done, you are nine. Hey. 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 I'm not me. I'm 
you are a pastor of a church. Your Bassanian offerings are bad. Your church offerings are bad. Let me tell you something. Everybody must learn to give by faith. And that is how we unlock supernatural testimonies of financial prosperity. So unless you teach it, they will not give by faith. They will always give gradually. And so they give, but there's no prosperity. They should learn it. Teach them practically. Teach them. If you don't know, learn it yourself. When you count church offerings, you realize that the tithe is always more than the offerings. But the number of people who give tithe are less than the number of people who give offerings. What does that mean? Right in the corner where you belong. It's a proverb. Yeah. Because you see, the pressure that comes on pastors for them to divorce, the pressure that comes on pastors for them to get sick, church members don't know. So if you don't preach well, they will not share your offerings. Well, they think that once the church is there, everything is okay. No. No. They told me recently that 70% of pastors have hypertension. My wife told me that Kolebu all the time, they come with throat cancer. Is it my wife or Dr. George? One of them. Pastors. Yeah. When a pastor becomes rich, his voice is clear. When he's poor, his voice is deep. <laughs> it doesn't mean he doesn't pray. He prays out of frustration. You see a pastor crying, his voice is not okay. And most of you don't know. Those deep voices is a sign that they have a problem with their voice. It's a sickness. I didn't know this. Somebody told me. They have destroyed their vocal cords. It's a sickness, actually. When somebody talks, eh, like the people at the bus stop, I was trying to my mom for 15 years. Can I say, Kashima, Malam Jashi, Kaswa, Kashima, Malam Jashi, Kashima, Malam Jashi? Some of them, they have to be corrected by surgery. They have to do surgery to correct it. But when a man of God is blessed, before he even prays, he worships one now. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. It's to the same God. This shouting is to the same God. This praise is to the same God. Because he wants his offering to move from 500 to 750. Saturday night, everybody is praying for the ship. He's praying that ECG will not put off the light. And the next one is that the landlord will not come around. Teach. You see, some of your sheep. It's not because they love sex. They have become addicted to sex. So you have to show them practically how to overcome it by your teachings. Number one, don't create privacy. 
Number two, use delicious roots. Yeah. You have to show them. Some of them, it's not because they love being stubborn. Some things are whole. They are so much involved with their friends. Teach them to stay away from their friends practically. Practically. Sometimes you may even have to tell them that. Stay away from your friends. Stay away from this person. There are people here, I can call them one by one. People I told them to stay away from. You, stay away from this guy. Don't be foolish. Teach them by learning to be reasonable, logical with your preaching, explaining things. I have thought on why we give tight in this church. Number one, when you give tight, the church will be rich. That's the first point. You don't need any long sermon. Okay, why should the church not be rich? Why wouldn't you want your church to be rich? Easy. Afterwards, you come to the Lord says, open the windows of heaven. You have robbed me. It is in the New Testament, it is in the Old Testament. Hebrew Meshavati, Matthew Meshavati. Tell them that if they don't give tight, they are wicked people. Who wants you to die before your time? And it's true. You are in church. The Lord is blessing you. Don't give tight. You are a wicked person. You want the pastor to die before his time. Most of you don't know how difficult it is to get a car from campus to this place in the evenings. You have no idea. To get a car. Very difficult. Today I saw somebody was walking to church. I took him and he was even telling me some of them. He was walking from campus to this place. So is it bad for the church to have Toyota Costa 4? One of them is 300,000. Look at it. So that the pastor will have peace of mind. When I moved to my house, then I realized that the sleeper we have been sleeping is no sleep. We have not been sleeping. You can ask my wife. I told her that since I moved here, I sleep better. At first, I can sleep the whole day and I'll be tired. This one, I sleep three hours. I feel so rested. Peace. Rent me if you Let's not lose. Uh, I don't know why I said I said it's spirit. It is a curse in your sleep. I know, I'm not joking. It's something that I've realized. I sleep better. Like, I sleep better. You will have your own house. Receive it, Lord Flagon. Receive it, Lord Flagon. Receive it, Lord Flagon. Even if a single room is your house. At least home use. A lot of people don't come to church on midweek. Yeah, because on Sunday we do two, three services. Our second service never comes below 250. For Sunday service. First service, almost 350, 380, 400. So how come that Wednesday people, they don't get a car. It's far. And mostly when we close, they have to be looking around that to get somebody who is going to Tema. Now I see what Abokobi, that kind of thing. 
Develop your preaching and teaching skills. Second Timothy 2.2 And I think that you have heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men who shall be able to teach others. Who will be able to teach others. Teach relevant things. A businessman is interested in money. You can't have a church full of businessmen you don't talk about money. They all go to Dr. Otabel's church. They leave. And you think that Otabel has juju. He has not juju anything. You are in a church. Eighty members in the church. Only three are married. And every day you are talking about constellation. Cosmic powers. The Mazarot, the Orion, and the Pleiades. The missing pages of scriptures. Bell and Am. A book of the Deutero Canonical books. Bell and Ammo. The book of Maccabee. Genesis to Revelation. From the book of Enoch. You are an assistant to God. <laughs> Single service. I'm coming to teach people how to propose. Frederick, did you propose? Did you propose? You propose. What did you propose? Have you proposed? When will you do it? Okay, wait, wait, wait. When you have, when you have time. I heard some people after they are married for twelve years, their wife said that you don't love me. If you love me, you would have proposed when we met. Hey. And the when the man too is not wise to go and propose. Go and propose and cancel the whole thing. Some of you are children have even finished national service. But you have not proposed. five. A shepherd must catch the spirit of the leader. A shepherd must catch the spirit of the leader. God said, walk we not in the same spirit. He also said, in the same steps. When we went for the Nakazo program, Bishop Dag even said that when somebody is singing with a phone in his pocket, 
You have to also have a phone in your pocket to show you are following well. I was shocked. I didn't know that type of following. You must operate in the spirit or anointing of your pastor. In Numbers 11, when Moses appointed 70 elders, God took the spirit of Moses and put it upon them. And they were to help Moses. You must catch an anointing. Numbers 11, 16. Peter and John caught the anointing and spirit which was upon the Lord Jesus. The Jewish council could not stand the boldness and authority of them because they have been with the Lord. Catching the spirit of your leader enables you to do what your leader does. Because when they saw the boldness of John and Peter, they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took notice of them that they had been with Jesus. That's chapter 4 verse 13. Let's catch the spirit of the leader. Number one is through his preaching. You have to listen until something falls upon you. Listen. Just be listening. Just be listening. You come to understand the mindset. Look at me standing here. For the past five or six years, I've changed location, I think, four times. And each of them I was sacked. In each of them, I was a bit homeless for some time before I eventually got a place. Yeah. But look at the church we are building. Almost six months, we were spending 100,000 Ghana CDs every week on this building. But I didn't have a place to stay. That's a mindset that you must also have. Yeah. yeah. Some of you are a little hunger. They say, Oh, minister, I say, I did you got to come. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, don't know. You got one. Anton, you got one. Anton, you got For so many years, anytime I travel or I'm traveling outside, I don't get a bank statement. Do you know why? Because I'm not on salary. But a bank statement is not the amount in the statement to show that every month a specific amount, which is your salary, is inside. I don't get salary. Yeah. If you receive 12,000 CDs every month, it will be shown on your bank statement that every month this organization you work for pays this amount. Into. Mostly people don't get visas when they actually apply for it because they lie. They tell them that they are working, their salary, they will ask you to indicate your salary. When you indicate the salary, it must reflect in the statement. But mostly they don't, they get somebody's statement and they bring it. Rather than they verify and they block their. If you want to travel, I can show you how to travel. You don't even have to. 
Uh, sometimes I see that somebody has going to pay to some connection man 100,000 and they have chopped his money. There are a lot of travel and tours. Who, travel, who do tourism visas? It's easy. Just pay $4,000. You go to Europe for two weeks. And if you want to run away, then you run away. <laughs> Some kids in everything. <laughs> Plenty. And they allow it because the travel and tour, you are going as a tourist. And every uh, country raises money from tourism. For instance, if American government is putting the budget, sorry, the uh, statement of uh, U.S. Embassy in Ghana, they look at how much money they have raised from the U.S. Embassy in Ghana. You see, the British Prime Minister has announced that they have to get some amount of money, about one point something trillion pounds, and said they are going to raise that money through people who are coming to the UK. So we are coming to the UK, they will increase the amount and you pay. So if people don't get the visas, people don't keep applying. So how do they get it for people to come? Mostly they use the travel and tours who are able to get people who are, don't have plans to go and not come back. And before you can go as a tourist, you must prove that you have money because poor people don't go on holiday. So if I even say that from today, this is my salary, it's even a beneficiary in many ways. But we are here preaching. 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 Cry. Yesterday I was at the reception here with my laptop. I was just telling you. The dust people were passing by. There's a time for everything. Oh, one day, one day. I believe it. Listen, you see my car, you will give your life to Christ. The last time you went to your auntie's house and you saw the way your uncle was eating, didn't you decide to marry? You said, I worry about death, you move to your old year. But when you say it was a special occasion. <laughs> Catch the spirit. Catch the teaching spirit. Catch the preaching spirit. Catch the heart of a shepherd. You shouldn't be a manipulator. I don't think I'm a manipulator. I've never picked a phone to call anybody in this church for money. From the day we started church up to today. Not even once. If there is anybody who called you, I didn't send them. They were just being nice to me. Like your wife came to you, the pastor needs water, let's go and buy water for you. It doesn't mean I sent your wife. Your wife, now, nah, nah, you just had pity. Yeah. Hey, how many pastors in Accra here doesn't call for money? In this country. There's a pastor who buys clothes for the Christ Embassy pastor. Well, I buy clothes. That's where he buys the clothes for him. And I only time I go to see him there. Buys 10 suits. And it's partnership. You pay. Of your painting, your painting, these are shoes, these are ties, these are this, these are, yeah. 
and they do it gladly. It's not a sin. Just that we will do some, but not yet. Uh, yes. This is how I will do it. Some of you don't want to do the ministry. Hi, Ralph. How are you doing? Our whole church, they are roofing. They say it's 45,000. I want you and your family to sort it. Tell you, you're blessed, blessed. Receive blessing in Jesus' name. When you send the money, just call me and let me pray for you. That's what I'll be doing. I'm not calling for personal thing. I will be here. I'll call instruments for this church. Go and give it to them. So I'll see in the ministry. Now we'll be raising money there. So I'll say we're raising money. Is it a powerful ministry? You must love the sheep. Listen, if somebody is in this church and the person says that Pastor Winfrey doesn't love us, it's a demon. How will you say it? How will you say it? That I don't love the church. I don't love the people in the church, the sheep in the church. How will you say it? Oh, even people that are fire in, in secret, I mean, in, in the open, in secret, I, I, I help them. No, no, I love the church. I love my sheep. I, I love everybody in the church. A pastor who can stand in front of the church, I love you all. Ah, you see, it's not ordinary. If it is ordinary, a lot of people will be saying it. I'm liking you. Some of them, this is what they say. I love you all, but I don't like you all. Send to a woman. I love everybody in the church. I love everybody. Listen, sometimes they think that oh, somebody, you know, we want the person to leave. Nobody should leave the church. Nobody. We don't want anybody to leave the church. See, sometimes uh, you may have a behavior, a character that may not help with the health of the church. And that is what you want to cut off. Not you. Why propose you to my eight? No, I can't be three bombs. No, I can't talk. Yeah, yeah, you're too far. Now you're ahead. And I said, you don't like you. Your rod and your staff. You're comforting. So you must catch all of these elements of the ministry. It's, listen, anybody in this church can tell you that. I'm not a pastor for material gain. How will you prove? How will you say? Because, ah, if I am in ministry because I want to make money, like that's my goal, it's not to help the flock, not to shepherd, it will be obvious. It will be obvious. <laughs> right now, I can design a special pen drive and customize it and call it Muntaza. And every shepherd, you are buying 500 cities. Who better know what I want to Now, won't you buy it gladly? And then this, this, this service, it to be, to be a ticket test. Who rate 700 cities. And I'll be the one And Samson will be the one in charge. Look at the number of people 
I was telling my wife recently, yes, today that you have no idea how many people we spend on. I tell you. You don't know. You don't know. Five thousand, five thousand, three thousand, four thousand, two thousand, all the time. Oh, so for Ben, sir. Hey. I could be church in your court. Now, court no roadway. Kawaya just if one piano and I start. Nasia coaches a cadro, but did he had the Nasia cadro no matter what I say. What? Kapa no, my Jimmy V. at be grammar. My dear, see, I chill and you talk about myself with too much chance. You go home. We are my human size. Blessings, blessings. Impartation. We are not as a boy, the one you miss out. My family, my family. The pastor who gives lift, we think it's common. You think it's common? Point number six, my last point. My last point. My last point. Some of them are mad things. Anna, Mama Five. Point a hundred, Mister Pastor. Let the point number seven. Be your last point. Is it number five or number six? We are number six. Have I mentioned this? Is? The point you have Pastor Let the point number six be your last but one point. A shepherd must be financially committed to the church. Ingredients of a shepherd. All of you sisters here that your husbands and your beloveds don't spend on you. It's not godly. Love does not develop in a vacuum. Again, Because the stick Most of you check, you fight with your wife all the time because you don't give them money. When you start giving them the money, you stop fighting. Because when you, if you can give them your money, they are, when they offend you, you can easily forgive them. Because even money you have given it, how much more they insult you? It's wrong. Some of you say, my wife is stubborn. She's not stubborn. You are, you, you are stingy. Give them money. <laughs> and people don't know that. It is the secret to get all their monies. When you give them hundreds, you eat this and that of it. But they don't know. Yeah, if you don't give them money, you give them money to cook. The money is hundreds, but the cook, that you do. The, 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 the medicine you buy afterwards to cure your diarrhea. 
Sisters can mafia like that. When you when you spend on that's why that's why people leave this church anyhow. And people come mostly the pastor doesn't take money from them. Yeah, and they say we are indoctrinating, we are manipulating. They don't understand. And they go to the other one boy who was complaining about our church. When he went to the church, first week they took fifteen thousand cities from him for stage decoration. And the pastor himself told me that oh, is it a guy that we, we, we asked him to give the fifteen thousand? So oh, the church members don't know. They think that once they see a man somewhere, he's very nice. I sit down with pastors, and when you hear some of the things they talk about, you get afraid. Planning on how to take money from church members. And those pastors are pastors that our church members like. Well, they wear nice camouch uh, jeans. They don't know. Listen, until you start spending on the church, you will not even value the church. Every shepherd must have a financial commitment to the church. Give tight, good tight. Give good offering. You see, you should be one of the people that you should be giving money to the church. Yeah. All of you here should be your vision. In this church, all of our branches, first ten titles are supposed to be recorded. The pastor must make special prayer for them. Because it means they identify with the sorrow of the church. We don't intend to embarrass anybody. We only intend to pray some people. And that first thing, you should be part of it. Sometimes, just come to church. No fundraise. You take 2,000, put it in the offering basket. Now. This thing should work for God. Even when the pastor is calling for 100 cities, you, you struggle to come when they mention 15 cities. The hundred, you will not come on. They will come on. When it gets to the 15, then you struggle to even get up. So I don't have money. You don't have money? In this house, how can you be poor? A shepherd must be financially committed to the church. Matthew says 21. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. A shepherd's financial commitment to the church work is also a sign of his overall commitment. There is no month, first time and no part. No, no matter how you arrange the title. Even if somebody's is brigade, he came to this church this week, I'll be part. It didn't start today. It's not a recent thing. You can go and ask them at the back. The worst position I've ever occupied every month is second. Every month, my worst position is second. I know Christ says somebody being a special breakthrough be, I know what they be a one being on cycle on the So pastor, do you check? Yes. I check to pray for them. Because they stand with the church. It's not ordinary. It's not because they are rich. It's because there's a certain love for the church. They could have decided not to give. People who don't give are those who call a lot. Hello, pastor. Hello, pastor. Hello, pastor. Why should I pick your call for? Huh? Who doesn't want to hear good news? Some people, when, they, when you see their call, no energy. I, I don't know if it's like that for you. Not that they are bringing you something. But they, they, I, just, I just love their numbers ringing on my phone. 
Some of them too, it's not you I'm talking about. If I have mentioned, I'll call it. <laughs> it's a disclaimer. But some, there are sounds of consolation. The air conditioners that we are buying, do you know how much it will cost? Central air conditioning. And that's not only the only thing. You have to also have this wiring, even the ceiling alone. The ceiling alone is almost 80,000. Just to see the AAC in Keke. And for that, you can see the DMT tab in Keke. We're trying to do some estimate for just carpet, not the whole auditorium, just from the front to the stage. It's almost 50 something thousand. Carpet. Now, we'll be seeing also for me, my own nine minutes. ก็ดานามินเตียกาวุสวนยาคอนฟรอมามามินเปเกนาวาอูฟรอมยาบิซานเซโลมิมิมิบิลาเวดโนวาเตเตบิโนมิงคาวมิมานิเตเตเวโอ
He gave me 10,000 CDs just for 15, 20 minutes playing in his house. So, what's up for now? I'm so happy. Oh, no for two thousand in my house. No, you have a bomb pile here, Jay. Who can pay me in my? I know Sanoba, now the oil number. Missuma, now out the court. Check the Bible. It was only once Elijah, who can Bible, the Bible speaks of the doctrine of laying on of hands. Elijah and Kwadi will lay hands, lay feet. Once Elijah, Elijah and so bad. Bible saw the nine good and nine so the tinning of food double from so. That's a mammy on the head. Mammy and the money did. Mammy, I have a woman, she shed me and he go. Na wongu na chini wonka so mani medidi. Oya mantini na de ma ofra na. Lay hands on feet. He's the only one who did it. Lay hands, feet, so help, stomach, head, everything. Jesus, wa bofra na nyanu kro benyane. The work of soul winning and establishing the lordship will sometimes demand some level of financial commitment from you as a shepherd. You say every day they are talking about bassing, they are talking about bassing. When you jump around, pay all those why are you not paying dues? Even Sosa, Sosa, do you know how much you pay to Sosa? Huh? You are here paying snake, somebody will come and eat it. Yeah, people think that they don't. People don't even know this. They take your money every month, and you don't have problem with it. How much more giving to God? As for bashing, basa. Unto me a jai. Because it's costly. It's costly. Let me tell you something. You see, Alaza's sister. I've never insulted her in church before. When I was started the church on campus, at that time I was not a church. I didn't have money. Twice she took her national service and gave it to me to print posters for Christos. Where were you then? I remember all of those things. I don't really fight people. You have done good to me. Twice she took her national service. We were printing posters. God and the God, I didn't have money. She gave her national service to me. I remember where we were standing when she took the money and gave it to me. All of them. That means Franco printed posters. Yeah, that's how life is. Somebody will have to give to us something. Yes. Some way, somehow, somebody has to give to us something. So some of you have the opportunity to be a blessing to the house of God. Don't joke with it. If men remember, God remembers. Don't be too selfish and think about yourself. I'm planning to do this for myself. I'm trying to get this for myself. Life is not like that. 
Life is about thinking about the church of God. God will take care of you. Some of you have never given 10,000 CDs before. I've never given 5,000 CDs before. I've never given even thousand dollars, thousand CDs to church cash. Start doing it and you see how the church will become powerful to you. A shepherd must be financially committed. So all those powerful messages you were listening. You don't even know how the money were coming because there was no church to print posters. I was raising money for my posters. My national service. I remember I was doing national service at Metro Mass. One man is called Dr. Donasa. He was the chief, uh, what do you audit, the auditor for Metro Mass. When I left Metro Mass, he told me that he will make the accountants pay me till the national service is over. I mean, when I'm, I'm leaving the, 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 the place I was, they kept paying me uh, for like five, six months. So that is my little contribution to your church. Yes. But that man is the atheist. He doesn't even believe in God. When I was leaving my trouble, I said, you want to be like Otabel? I said, no, no, I want to be like Pastor Dark. Because who is Dark? He didn't even know Bishop Dark. I tried to explain that he doesn't know Bishop Dark. He's married to a white English woman. That's how even unbelievers committed themselves that you will be here today. And instead of you to be committed to the things of God, you are becoming like a, a something else, complaining about, if you don't have who will arrest you. But so long as God has blessed you, you must be willing. You should be willing. Yeah. It's a, something that, it's a spirit that you must have. That me, I'm not interested in sponsoring NGOs and I'm sponsoring churches. That's supposed to be your mindset. Some of you have vision to have children's home. You think that is pleasing to God? You should have to have a vision to sponsor the things of God. And God will bless you to have that children's home. And others will sponsor the children's home for you. A shepherd must be financially committed. If these things are in you, it helps you to become, it helps you. you see, when you don't have a certain commitment to the, to the ministry, you are not even able to be fruitful. Yeah. It's supposed to cost you a lot. Many of you, the church has not cost you anything. That's why you are casual with it. It's supposed to cost you something. Yes. It's to cost you something. Spend your own money to help her. the church. Without expecting the church to pay you. Somebody would even give loans to church. They have given give a loan. Any pastor who takes loan is out of the will of God. If a church member can give, why are you going to give it as a loan? Am I making sense to you? Yes, you're, you're a church member. God has blessed you. So, I've given my money to the church as a loan. What for? Mr. Ford told me that I cannot believe that God is owing me $50,000, $16,000. Pastor Rufay, take the money. $16,000, 2016. I can't imagine that God is owing me. If I take the money, use it for the church. That's why we bought this land. And that person has a building, I'm going to dedicate it. You say, why is it that I'm going there?
You should be able to render certain services to the church free of charge for the advancement of the Lord's work. If your heart is indeed in the church work, you will sometimes spend your treasure on it. Since you pointed at me to end here, I want to end here. But the points are these. Number one, a shepherd must have a desire for the work of the ministry. Two, a shepherd must have a godly character. Three, a shepherd must have a personal relationship with the Lord. Four, a shepherd must develop his preaching and teaching skills. Five, a shepherd must catch the spirit of the leader. Six, a shepherd must be financially committed to the church. God will bless you. Jump to your feet. Say, Father, make me a good shepherd for the flock in your house. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, make me a good shepherd. Make me a good shepherd. Are you praying? Tithes and offerings. Seed sowings. Prosperity. Comes to good shepherds. Increase. Comes to good shepherds. This work of shepherding. work of shepherding. This work of reaching out. A good shepherd. In Jesus mighty name. And so Father tonight we say thank you. We bless every um, one here. Let there be a release of supernatural blessings. Let there be a release of supernatural blessings in Jesus' mighty name.